Hey, hey, you all. Welcome to Active and Connected Families. We are heading into summer and I am currently thinking about how I'm going to get through this new routine with my kids. I have way less childcare and camps than I ever have really because my kids are ready for more independence. And hopefully y'all, they're going to be going to the pool by themselves, biking to friends' houses, managing screen time a little bit better on their own, and maybe even reading. Man, I would love that. And with this increased independence comes more responsibility. So they're going to have to also be making their own lunches, making sure they're taking care of their bodies, and even cleaning up after themselves, which would bring me so much joy. And so in order for me to talk to my kids about this big shift, I can honestly go two ways. I'm tempted to just lead with, here's what's on your list, y'all, and you have to be responsible for it. But I actually know better than that, even though that's what I want to do. And what I'm going to do is lean into their natural desire for independent first. Truly, it is very healthy for them to want to be able to do things on their own and to be more independent. So I'm going to ask them first about what independence they want this summer. And by doing that, I'm going to engage them in this very natural process and healthy process. I want to ask them about what they're excited about doing more independently, what they're nervous about doing more independently, and all the responsibility that comes with being more independent. So you want to spend the day at the pool with your friends? Amazing. You're going to have to take care of your stuff in the house first. You want to be able to make social plans on your own? Even better. I really like my friend, my kids' friends' parents, but also I want them to be coordinating. But if they're going to be doing that, my kids are going to be doing that, they have to ask me and their father first or let an adult know and not tell us. They have to ask and then they also have to follow through with their own plans. So with the more independence comes more responsibility. They go hand in hand and I'm going to use my kids' natural drive to increase the responsibility, which is what's really going to help me. We're all excited about it. So on today's podcast, I have an amazing guest, and this is truly one of my most favorite conversations ever. Waki Wynn is a parent of successful young adults, the podcast host of Boys to Men, and a youth coach and athletic director. He is passionate about helping kids become successful and helping parents figure out how to support them. And he has so much knowledge, you all, and dropped so many truth bombs on me that truly we just started talking and got way off topic, but he had so much information and insight that I just had to kind of listen to what he had to say. We started the conversation saying we were going to talk about youth sports and honestly, we derailed it. And so really, he's just talking about parenting and raising kids. There's so much information here that we dropped it into two podcasts, so you can also listen to him again next week. But I loved it. I know you will love it. And I'm so thankful to make this connection with Waki. Okay, y'all, I hope you have a great summer and I hope your kids are really increasing their responsibility. Thanks so much. Active and Connected Families is a smart, relatable conversation with me, Dr. Amanda Sovic-Johnston, child psychologist, mother of three, and entrepreneur. I've spent my career providing family therapy and supporting high-achieving mothers, and maybe even more hours with my girlfriends trying to figure out how we can all feel more confident in our work and our relationships. And you all, there's one thing I've noticed. We're all struggling in some of the same places, and we're all looking for some down-to-earth advice that we can actually use. 
So on Active and Connected Families, I'll share some of the insights I've learned, strategies for those daily fights about laundry, some expert perspective on the bigger issues like the mental health crisis, and me chatting with my therapist friends about how we can all feel a little more active and connected in our lives. Throughout, I hope to make you laugh at least once, but I know I'll leave you with something that'll help you become a better parent and maybe even person. Thanks so much for listening. Hey, Walkie. Hello. How are you? I'm fantastic, Amanda. How are you today? I am really looking forward to hearing about what you have to say because I know you have raised some successful boys and can give me a ton of information. Thank you. I'm really looking forward to it. Thank you so much for having me. I'm, I've been super excited about uh, being with you and speaking with you, and I, I can't wait to uh, hear how it all turns out. I'm excited. Let's roll. So let's even start because you have your own podcast. And to me, it is such a beautiful idea. And we're going to talk about your podcast as the basis of understanding where we're going to go around raising athletes. But just talk about your podcast for a second. Okay. Um, well, my name is Waukee. Waukee Wynn. I'm with the B2M Crew Podcast. And the podcast is about five friends. It's me, my brother, and my three best friends. We've been friends for over 40 plus years since we were five, nine, 12 years old. We were all raised up together. And between the five of us, we have 13 children, 12 of whom are boys. So we've raised 12 little black boys into fine young men. Right now, they're between the ages of 34 and 17. And uh, and all of them have grown up to do pretty successful things in terms of what parents you would hope their it. kids would do. I always like to say from, you know, six figure earners at LinkedIn to my son, who to my brother's son, who is a producer at iHeartRadio, to my son, who's wow. a, a professional Call of Duty player who plays video games for a living. And so all of all of them have grown up to do what they want to do. And uh, we, we just talk and we talk about all the things we went through as we were raising them. So, you know, the decision to send them to private schools, what did we do when it was time to put them on in youth sports and what type of coaches did we look for or, or did we even coach ourselves, which I did, mm-hmm. um, you know, drugs, alcohol, girls, cell phones, social media, all of those things we talk about. And as our kids encountered those challenges growing up, how do we handle it? And one of the things I realized is that as we were growing up, we were lucky. Like most people don't still have five friends that they've mm-hmm. been friends with for this long. But what I realized is that we would get on like morning group calls every morning and just talk. And, you know, they had commutes because they live in different cities. And so we would just have conversations. Man, what's going on with your son? What they do this weekend? Or my son came home and my son got his heart broke by this girl and how we uh-huh. go that in our household. And so we realized that we had an amazing support group with one another. Yes, you did. I can and, already hear it. You're making me cry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And and as a result of that, we realized, wow, man, we have some amazing conversations in the mornings. And when we get together, what if we just cleaned up the language a little bit and made a podcast and people could kind of listen in on it? And if you were trying to decide, should I send my kid to private school as a little black boy in this all white school, should I mm-hmm. make that decision? 
uh, well, you can tune in to the B2M Crew podcast and hear how we made those types of decisions and what we did. I love that. And you know, one of the things I talk about a lot is community. And in 2023, it is very difficult to have a parenting community. And research is really showing that for men, it is very challenging to have a community. And you've had that. And look at where your kids are and look at where you are. Yeah, it was really good. You know, you know that, that, that saying that says it, it takes a village. Yes. It's really cool because it really does take a village. And we had our built-in village. And so mm-hmm. not just our extended family members, but we had a friend group. So like maybe it's some things about females that as a father, I don't really want to have that conversation with my son, but guess what? Uncle John can have that conversation with him. I can say, talk to Uncle Corey about that. Talk to Uncle James about that. And then I can say, hey, guy, hey, call, call him up and talk to him a little bit. Talk to him, you know, talk to him, talk to him, you know, because Oftentimes we just want to get it reinforced what we're what we're trying to instill in our young people. We we have a set of values that we're trying to instill in them. And and it's it's a beautiful thing when it can be reinforced by the group. And, Absolutely. and they can, you know, also witness the type of friendships that we have. And um and then what I figured out also in raising young people, oftentimes mm-hmm. where they go is where they choose their friends. And so because they can observe their fathers and the type of friends their fathers have selected to be lifelong Mm -hmm. friends with, they have made better decisions about who they choose to be friends with as well. Mm -hmm. I want to get so sidetracked on this. I know we're supposed to be talking about youth sports, but here to you, how were you able to find that and create that for yourself? Because clearly it served you well and you've done something differently than other other men your age. So how were you able to create that? You know, we were we were all friends. Uh, we played uh, Little League basketball together when we were nine. And uh, James and I, we had a singing group. We thought we were going to be like New Edition when we were 12, 13, <laughs> 14, you know. And so we, we had this amazing group. But what happened when we were seniors in high school, uh, and I think this was the, the the catalyst that allowed us to bond for a lifetime. Mm-hmm. Uh, when we were seniors in high school, one of the older gentlemen who had one of our older friends who had been uh, friends with us in high school, he was murdered at a nightclub. Oh wow! Yeah, and uh, it, it just so happened to be my wife's cousin, who, my wife Tracy. Mm-hmm. It was her cousin, but I didn't know Tracy at the time. But he was murdered. But when he was murdered, his name was Ron Sheffy. So I always you know, want to pay honor to him because Mm -hmm. when he was murdered, the one thing we took away from that is that we then started to tell each other that we loved each other. Hey man, I love Mm -hmm. you. And that coming from 17 year old, 18 year olds in high school was different. You know, just the fact that we would say, Hey man, I love you. I love Mm -hmm. you. We, We no longer took one another for granted. And I think from that moment forward, because we started to do that, it developed a bond with us that have has allowed us to stay mm-hmm. connected and stay together. And so as we have grown in life, when we went into different business ventures, those are the same people we pull from. And 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 it has just bonded us in a way that um that I think that that was a, a big piece of it. 
So do you care if we completely scrap the idea of talking about raising athletes and instead (laughs) we talk about how do we help our high school boys develop lifelong friendships that will serve them for life and allow them to have kids who are healthy and allow them to to move through sadness and grief and trauma together? Can we can we? Mix it Absolutely. up a little. We can, we can talk about it. I'm sure, you know, it's all interconnected. So, you know, it, 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 it's all interconnected. So whether we talk about developing friendships in high school or, uh, or how it developed into athletics, you know, it, it, it's all interconnected because one of the things I always told my sons is that whoever has your ear has your destiny, you know, and you have to be extremely mindful who you give your ear to. Yes. As as I was growing up and my friends were growing up, I found that the people you hang around determine what sports you chose to play. You know, my mm-hmm. buddy, my buddy was, you know, playing football. Oh, I want to play football. I don't know. Now I don't even know how to put the pads in the thing. I don't know how to put the helmet on, you know, but but because my buddy's playing, I want to play. Because my buddies wanted to play basketball in high school. I went and tried out for the team because my buddy wanted to play college football. I played college football at Virginia Union. I had I, I'm just following my buddies. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. and so um, I think oftentimes, you know, who you give your ear to really has a tremendous amount of influence on how we do and and how we move about in the world. You know, you got some friends who are gangbangers and, and they in a gang and they and they gangbanging. Well, it's a good chance you may start gangbanging, too. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, I talk about that. Actually, research shows that if you take, you know, the five people that you're closest to, you become the average of of what they do in so many different areas, like how much time you watch TV, your BMI, how much, like how happy or sad you are, because who you spend your time with is really important on who you become. And it can be positive. Like it sounds like for you, it was very positive. Absolutely. It was it was extremely positive um, be- because when I was younger, I was uh, I, I did have some friends that, you know, I didn't necessarily uh, we didn't do the best things together, um, you know, mm-hmm. at, a, at a younger age. And then when I locked into a group of guys who, you know, were really focused on my, my, my uh, buddy, Corey, who's on the show, his name's Nuevo Black on the podcast. Um, his older brother, Steve, actually played professional baseball for the Pittsburgh Pirates. Oh, and cool. so, and so as a result of us kind of looking at this big brother, have his success, it, it, it made all of Corey and his brothers want to go to college. And as a result, ha- impacted us and how we wanted to go to college and, and all that stuff. Like we saw other people, I saw my uncles go to college and stuff mm-hmm. like that, but, but we had a group and, and, and that's what we talked about, like going to school, playing ball, all that stuff. That, that was a part mm-hmm. of it, you know? So now the person that doesn't want to do that, they become the outlier, you know, and there, and there's some friends who were in that group who didn't necessarily do that. And they're not mm-hmm. the ones that's on the podcast today. You know, they're not the mm-hmm. ones that's still in that group. When we want to go vacation together, it's us. And, and, and we- Well, they talk about that. It's called group norms. I talk about this all the time, right? Like the group develops a norm and it sounds like you had a really healthy norm. People who weren't meeting that aren't that, you know, they kind of end up leaving the group. And so you want to help your kids develop healthy norms. Absolutely. Absolutely. It, it is absolutely crucial to, to the development. And so I always say, if your kid comes home 
And he, and we talked about this on one of our podcasts. And he has painted his fingernails. No, I want to paint your fingernails if you want to paint your fingernails. But my first question to him is not, hey, boy, what are you doing painting your fingernails? My question is, who are you imitating? Who are you modeling? Where did you get that from? Um, because once I know that, you know, I think a lot of times parents make the fingernails the issue and the fingernails are not the issue at all. What you want to find out is who's influencing your son or daughter. Yes. You know, and, and so if they say, hey, I'm into some gothic band and, you know, this is why I'm painting my fingernails. Or if they say, hey, you know, I saw Robert Smith, you know, the, you know, one of the richest black men in the, in the world paint uh-huh. his fingernails. And that's why, oh, you following Robert Smith. Okay. All right. But if you in some satanic group, then that's a different issue, uh-huh. you know? Uh-huh. And so I want to make sure that, you know, parents don't get caught up on the particulars. That's not it. What you really want to find out is who's actually influencing your child beyond your doors of your house and beyond you as a parent. Who who else has their ear? So how do you do that? Because, you know, as a parent, sometimes I might want to be like, you can't hang out with your with that person. But I know that's not going to work. I can't do it that way. Right. Because as soon as I say no, guess what? That's where my kid is going to hang out. So how do you do that without getting in an intense power struggle? Uh, one of the things I try to do is mm-hmm. that, you know, stay close to your kids so that, you know, you know, I always say, you know, as they say, the, the, the shortest distance from A to B is a straight line. And so as you want your children to move on this straight line, you have to stay close because as they may start to stray off, when you're paying attention, you can say, hey, 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 let's get back over here on the straight line. Yes. But if yeah. you're not paying attention as a parent, pretty soon they're so far off, they have to find a whole new route to get to where they're going. And so mm-hmm. one thing that I did is as my kids were growing up and they and they chose to do basketball or football or whatever it was, I chose to be a coach. I chose mm-hmm. to coach as well. And one of the things I discovered as a coach is that I got to know all the kids. I got to know their circle. It's my favorite thing to do. Yeah, exactly. I got to know the kids. And so one thing that starts to happen as you know the kids, one, you start to have some influence over the kids. So even a kid who may be a little misguided, now I can I can probably have some influence on them to get them yes. in, in the right direction. And now, yes. you know, as as my son starts to discuss the friend group, I can say, hey, you know, so-and-so's involved in this or so-and-so's involved in that. Did you know that? Did you know this? Why? Because mm-hmm. I know the friends now because I coach them as well. And so, and, and, and what it also does is that as those friends, as my kids' friends start to develop relationships with me, they have a respect for me that improves my relationship with my son. Because he's mm-hmm. like, man, yes. oh, y'all looking at my dad like this, you know? Mm-hmm. And then it actually helps him to, uh, it, it helped them and improve my relationship with them because now they would trust the guidance I'm giving them, you know? So if I say, hey, I don't want you hanging with this person, they know it's not an arbitrary thing. It's real legit. And then you also become like you said, you needed like your kids needed Uncle Corey to say something to your kids. So because 
so that you could have the help to get them the right messages. You become the Uncle Corey to the whole team of kids. And so you're transmitting the healthy values that you want this group to develop. Absolutely. 100%. That's what it was all about. And so when I would bring kids into my presence, I would I would tell them, hey, you know, you are a part of this forever, for life. Yes. And you always can reach out to Coach Waukee. Yeah. Always. Mm-hmm. And and to this day, some of them are 31 and 32 years old. And I will and I got text yesterday and I got a call last week from older players that still want to reach out and say, hey, coach, what do, what do you think about this? Hey, coach, can you give me some guidance on this? Hey, coach, can you write a letter of recommendation for me? Well, all of that stuff, those relationships are, are intact for 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 a lifetime, I believe, I believe. Um, that's, that's one of the things I try to do with, with my players. And I say too, like, I'm, I'm a kind of busy person, right? Like I work full time and I have a lot of things going and I make it a priority to drive carpool for my kids, right? That is like a weekly goal because that is the time driving them to and from sports practice with their whole team. You have so much power in that car and in those relationships to do exactly what you're talking about. So you might not know how to coach basketball, but you could drive to basketball practice as a parent. Absolutely. That is so true. Uh, We talked to my buddy Corey talked about this on one of the podcasts, how I used to have just a pile of kids in the backseat and they just crawling all over top of each other, just getting in and and we going to wherever we're going. It wasn't safe, but they were in there, you know? (laughs) But it was, it was emotionally safe because here's the other thing I tell people is I say, if you're worried about one of those kids, if you're worried about a relationship that your kid is having, invite that other kid to your house, get that other kid that you're worried about, bring them closer. Because if they act weird in front of you as a parent, your kid is going to be like, oh, I don't want to be around them anymore. Or you're at least going to have that kid's ear, bring them closer. Absolutely. Absolutely. And you can always have your hand on them, you know, and, and, when, and, when you, and when you got your hand on them and when you're close to them, you know what's going on. I remember, you know, when I was coaching AAU basketball and like a group of my players might be downtown on the mall and one of them might be doing something that they shouldn't be doing. Another player would call me and say, hey, Coach Waukee, so-and-so is down here doing X, Y, Z. And I could pick up the phone and call that person and say, hey, I know what's going on down there. You need to go home right now, you know, mm-hmm. and that kind of stuff. And it just gave you so much credibility with the players and the influence with 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 all of them. You know, the fact that they trusted you and um, and and it, it just made such a such a huge difference, I think, in, in, in a lot of their lives. I would like to think so anyway. Uh, it sounds like again, I'm crying, but I, I cry a lot. <laughs> If you found this podcast helpful, go ahead and subscribe and share. And more importantly, if you think you or someone you love would benefit from collaborative therapy, psychological assessment, or psychiatry services, you can find out more about our practice at Active and Connected Family Therapy, www.activeconnected.com. Again, that's www.activeconnected.com. Thanks so much for listening.